Welcome to another episode of the Rice Dynasty podcast. Uh, and we're leading off with one of the best segments we've ever had. The reviewers love it. The critics love it. And it's coming back. It's called Charlie Watch. And uh, yeah, this week on Charlie Watch, uh, we, we're covering something that Charlie did last week right after this podcast. He actually, Michael, he even mentioned the podcast in the chat after he did it. He was like, he for some reason, he said, I wanted to make sure I did this trade before listening to the podcast, which... That's an interesting statement, right? I think it is an interesting oh. statement because we explicitly told him not to do exactly what he did in the podcast. Yes. Yes. Um, not directly. We didn't specifically say don't trade Keenan Allen for Drew Brees, Alex Erickson, and Anthony Miller. We, I specifically said Keenan Allen will be fine and a good player going forward for Charlie. And then separately I said about the whole Michael situation. Stop trading uh stop trading your good play good dynasty players for nothing, basically. Um, because they're gonna be good eventually, even if they're injured now or whatever, or not doing that well. In the case of Keenan Allen, he's just he's just not doing too well right now. Yeah. Um and uh speaking of trading guys for literally nothing, like I thought I was bad. Uh Chris, that was one of the most lopsided trades I think we've had in the history of this league. Yeah, it's pretty lopsided. Me and Michael are just talk, talking about it. So as I mentioned, uh, Charlie traded Keenan Allen, um, who I think is his best wide receiver. I know he's been having – Keenan Allen's been struggling lately. He was injured a couple a couple weeks. He was a bit banged up. Uh, he's been doing nothing, just a bunch of nothing. But he's still a very talented young man, probably the most talented wide receiver on Charlie's team. Uh, obviously not anymore. Um, and he traded him to Chris Brenton for uh, Drew Brees, probably the best asset Charlie got, which sucks because Drew Brees is very old, probably going to retire soon, and not, is not even Charlie's best quarterback. Matt Ryan is better, fantasy-wise. I'm not. I'm not... I'm not talking Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, obviously, but fantasy football wise, Matt Ryan's better. Um, and then Michael, I mean, these players, fantastic young talent. I mean, in your David Johnson trade, you at least traded Quinn, some young players Mm -hmm. that, uh, Hunter Renfro, who's been doing well, Mark Walton, who is now suspended, but, and is on the Dolphins still. So that one's kind of sucks, but, um, at least Hunter Renfro isn't. Yeah, there. and I gave Here him a first Charlie round got. pick. Oh yes, first round pick. That's actually pretty important too, uh, because Charlie got um, two fantastic players. I don't know if you've heard of either of them. First, Anthony Miller. We were all fiending for him. We were fiending for him on the on the fantasy on the waiver wires, Michael. But uh, none of us, all of us, forgot to get him. And there's a reason we forgot to get him. He's a forgettable man. He's not that on good. a forgettable. Yeah, um, he's young, but he's just he hasn't been doing anything, um, and he's he kind of and it, it's he's he's in a situation where there's no way he's going to be doing anything because he's got Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback. So um, don't forget um, worth enough, Mister Alex Erickson, the twenty-seven-year-old oh, wide receiver four on the Bengals. <laughs> yes. Um, Chris really took advantage of Alex Erickson having two good weeks. One of the weeks, uh, he actually did pretty fine. 
he um yeah he, he looked good the next week he caught one he, most of his points were from one garbage time 52 yard catch uh and then now it's week there was a bye week and now aj green is coming back which officially means Alex Erickson is the fourth wide receiver on the depth chart behind A.J. Green, Auden Tate, and Tyler Boyd. All three way better wide receivers than Alex Erickson. So Alexander um, Erickson will not be running with the starters at all for the entire game. So he might get a no. quarter of the snaps. Not a playable fantasy player. He is. Uh, not only is he not a playable fantasy player, if he was on my roster, I would easily drop this person for someone there else. There are multiple <laughs> players on the waiver wire that will score more than Alex Erickson is projected this week. Uh, Ted Ginn is projected eight. Chester Rogers. We have Alan Hearns. Jakeem Grant. Literally all of these guys projected more than Alex Erickson. <laughs> Alex Anderson. Yeah. Erickson, excuse me, is garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would pick up like... At least Demarcus Robinson is in a very similar situation where he is a fourth stringer for the Kansas City Chiefs. But at least he's younger. Mm-hmm. Might as well just replace him with someone like and he's better. He's <laughs> I don't know. Alexander Erickson. Don't know about this. And man. he actually has a quarterback, not a rookie named Ryan oh. Finley. I don't even know where he was drafted in this class. <laughs> I, I don't know. This yeah, was uh, the worst trade of the entire history of Rice Dynasty. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes when I... So I've been... There's been a lot of uh, me thinking of how I... Because I feel like I need to approach trades differently because I'm like, how is Michael getting these trades? How's Chris getting these trades? How's everybody getting these trades? How do I need to approach these? Um, and it's trades like these that baffle me. I'm like, how... What should I have done so I could have done this? Like, I... I don't even have a player as bad as Alex Erickson that I could have traded. And I don't understand. Like, I don't, I just don't get what's going through the minds of people sometimes. Um, I don't yeah, know. Very I don't confused. think I have, I don't know. I have very few players on my roster that I could trade for equal value of Alex Erickson. Uh, I don't know. This, yeah. Let's move on. He basically just gave him a, here, so, go ahead and pick somebody up off the waivers. That's my that's part of the trade. Yeah. Pick up whoever you want off the way because Chris literally just got him off the waivers, was probably about to drop him. And it was like, ooh, he's, uh, I can trade him. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I need to do that more. I need to be more active on the waivers and just pick up these players and trade them. To be fair, I think Hunter uh, Renfro and Mark Walton were also waiver guys. Yes, they were. That's fine. Um, at least Hunter, I mean, Hunter Renfro's higher on the depth chart, at least. Oh, yeah, he's a starter. And Mark, yeah, and Mark Walton is. He was a starter before the starter. he got <laughs> PED suspension, but uh, yeah. that's funny. So, anyway, yes. Charlie, uh, Charlie really screwed yeah. the pooch on that one. Not good. Charlie Watch returns in the way he probably doesn't <laughs> want it to return. Not in a good way. Uh, so, Charlie's team is not good. Which is why we gotta we gotta complete our promise here that we made, Michael. We did. Um, we um, said on this podcast last week that if Charlie lost to Adante, who at one point was projected forty points this week, that we would have to put him at ten in the power rankings. 
And that's where he's in. He is. Charlie is 10, which uh, <laughs> is scary for me because I'm playing him this week. And usually when I start hating on teams, that's the week they uh, take me down. Hopefully not this week, though, considering he's starting Jamison Crowder, Danny Amendola, Kenyon Drake. Uh, yeah, I think I could be I think I can handle that. Yeah. Um, God, that stinks that not starting Kenyon Drake last week came back to bite him. <laughs> um, yeah, that's I mean, that was like the one week to start Kenyon Drake if there was any week. But he was facing San Francisco, I guess. So that was probably the main reason why he didn't do it. Right. Um, cause Kenyon Drake was the only person in the backfield for Arizona. I think now Dave Johnson's back. Kenyon Drake, I think he'll still be better than he was on the dolphins, but it's not I don't know much. if he's, yeah, Dave Johnson's still good. Um, yeah, Charlie, uh, if we want to actually talk, Charlie, like I know he's number 10, he's probably not actually number 10, but he's getting close. Like. His team has kind of just fallen apart completely. Um, I don't know what happened. His team was very good at the beginning of the season. He was a contender, and now, yeah, his team. I mean, Saquon's not hasn't been hasn't been carrying. He needs Saquon to carry, and he's not been because Chris Godwin's been like an every other week guy. Yeah, Sony Michelle switching very off inconsistent. DK Metcalf yeah. still a rookie. So while Russell Wilson is finding him and getting him the ball so that he has a shot. It's just still very inconsistent. Yeah. Charlie's team is, it's not looking great for his chances to make the playoffs either with, uh, just great. Yeah. Great for me. Great for me. It's good for you. Anyway. Yep. Charlie's at 10, which means that Alex has moved out of the 10 spot. Oh my God, Alex. After- you did it. <laughs> Alex, you did it. And you could win again this week. Wow, wouldn't that be something? Alex comes wow. back and makes the playoffs. Um, <laughs> yeah, Alex had a really nice week. Jimmy Garoppolo, looking good. Marvin Jones, that was a nice little trade that he pulled off there uh, for Jordan Howard because I'm not so sure Jordan Howard's going to be getting too many snaps uh, pretty soon here, John, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. What's what's going to happen? He's going to die. <laughs> I think they're going to realize this Miles Sanders guy is really good. Um, anyway, yeah, Austin Eckler, uh, the only weak spot he has in his lineup right now is his, his running back spot with Tyreek Cohen. If he could, I mean, Adrian Peterson's on bye, which is why, but you might want to start Balazs there, I think. But also, Geis is coming back, so that kind of stinks for his AP. That his does AP hurt stuff. AP. Um, mm-hmm. So this might be uh, might be Kalen Balage time. The guy he got from my team, <laughs> like half of his roster came from my team. So Kalen Balage, so bad. Anyway, um, yeah, it's not looking bad for Alex. He might even get a win this week. That'd be impressive. He's at nine. Yeah, yeah, he's at nine for me too. Last week he had, he pulled off a one twenty four. Uh, he he did it, and it was mainly Jimmy G worth the first rounder. He didn't trade for a Jimmy first G. Rounder. What did he? What was that again? He, what was the Jimmy G one? He did Jimmy G, um, and Adrian Peterson for AJ Green and uh, uh, third rounder. I think. Uh, honestly, that one might not be that bad. It's actually not that we'll bad see what AJ. Trade. We'll see what AJ Green does. No. Um, 
But I, either way, AJ Green's getting old here. So, and Jimmy G is actually looking pretty good this year. He's had a good year. Um, and of course, it was a uh, it was a uh, that <coughs> huge thirty nine point that helped him get the win against um, uh, Zach Ertz. Also blew up again this week. That was nice. Zach Ertz is yeah, back. I mean, yeah, I mean his roster's not too good, and he doesn't have any picks. And yeah. Uh, I'm scared. Way to focus on him. the negative. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he won. He did Good job. Work. Number nine. <laughs> All right, uh, number eight. I got to go with Tom, the team that lost to Alex this week. So maybe I should put Alex ahead of him, honestly. Um, Tom, tanking Tom. So... Let's see here. He traded for Ezekiel Elliott. That was the other big trade that we can talk about now. He, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he got rid of uh, Joe Mixon. He got rid of Derrick Henry, and he got rid of Kenny Galladay. Uh, that's a lot. That was a lot for tanking Tom to get rid of. Um, I don't know if I love that trade. Like, Zeke is a great player, but you would have started Kenny Galladay for years you would have started Joe Mixon for years, and you probably could have started Derrick Henry for years. So, gave up three starters for one. Like, I don't know. Seems, I mean, that's what you wanted. Go for it. But, and he's tanking now, which I don't know if he needs to. He, I mean, he'd have to win out to make the playoffs, so it's a long shot. But he still could. Like, it's not impossible. So, yeah, that's true. I haven't actually thought about this aspect of it but he is still only um two games back of a playoff spot right now yeah wow yeah it's two games back. i haven't thought about that I haven't thought about that aspect at all like that's interesting do you not think he could potentially beat out you adante charlie and quinn um he and Dante. yeah i think it's potential for sure i think he'll have true i think i'm better than him but i think he's better than He's better than Charlie. He's I, better than Adante. He's, he's be- better than Quinn. Yeah, I think he's better than all three. Like, I think he could easily do it. He's just been getting super unlucky. Yeah. So but he got super lucky last year. I mean, last yeah. year he started 9-0. and So, I mean, no matter who you are, that's pretty lucky. Yeah. Wow. I did not even think about... I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense for Tom to tank. But now I'm just like, wait a second. <laughs> Tom's good. He could make playoffs. Yeah. He could make playoffs. <laughs> he could make playoffs still. He could still make the playoffs. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Tom's your number eight. <laughs> Tom's my number eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, wait, do you want... I didn't talk about the trade at all. Uh, Go ahead. But, yeah, that's a trade I made. So I should talk about it a little bit. I mean, the only... The positive side for Tom is he's trading Joe Mixon, who is young and talented, but he hasn't lived up to his hype yet this year um yeah so we'll see we'll see going forward how he how he does and there's question marks on how long derrick henry is going to be good um and yeah I th- so i think that's the main reason he traded him but we'll see I, right now it's panning out this is this is a pretty good pretty good year for derrick henry great year probably kenny Gallagher, one of kenny Galladay's best fantasy years so um yeah, I, I'm happy with the trade. It sucked losing Zeke, and I I miss you dearly, Zeke. This is for you, Zeke. I, I love you. 
you put in a lot of hours, a lot of hard work for my team. And I just, I couldn't deny the trade. I needed, I needed to spread my talent out some more. Um, because I was, I was heavily, heavily a front end team with you and Dalvin, but yeah, I just had to spread it out a bit more, get a little bit, a little bit better depth. Cause my depth was, my depth was, I had depth, but it was all depth. That was like, not too great. There were like, they weren't making the top 20. I needed some depth that would make the top 20. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. You, you gave up Zeke, who one of the best dynasty players in the league, but you spread it out. But I did hear, I, I've heard some rumors that Dalvin wants out now. I guess of without Minnesota? Zeke. Without Zeke. Oh, of he out wants of, out out of, of your me? Team. Yeah, he wants to Jeez. leave your team. Without Zeke, go he's where? furious. To you? I heard that he really, really likes my team. He wants to be a super well, acquaintance. If you like Zeke a lot, then I guess I'll just give him to Tom. No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> no. Train him for Minshew. Minshew's amazing. And, you know, They're even though Minshew's going to not play anymore, <laughs> I, I, I'm totally down. <laughs> okay. And we spent a lot of time. Uh, who's your eight? Oh, yeah. My eight's Dante. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth place team in the league yes yes the the fourth place team six and three he's double 500 <laughs> but i will continue to stick him at the bottom of the power rankings how in the world did this man win Dak prescott was literally the only reason he won and julian edelman had 10 receptions which is crazy ppr nightmare um <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I guess Devontae Parker has has some value because Fitzmagic's here, and um, that other guy got injured. Preston Williams got injured. He knew. Um, he knew it was going to yeah. happen. <laughs> I cannot believe he won this game. I just can't. In, uh, uh, in the words of Adante, winners just win, I guess. <laughs> winners just win i guess guys um yeah uh adante's team is probably going to be in playoffs <laughs> and that's crazy <laughs> but yeah i guess he could somehow i just want him to win every game in the playoffs scoring less than 100 but he still just keeps winning he's still and then he wins the championship against like you or anthony no and it's like it's like it's the final score is seventy one to sixty eight. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait. Every yeah, week to, he's the second lowest scoring team, but the team he's playing is the lowest. Yes, that's what I want. I want Adante to have to have the luckiest possible year because he's been doing it so far. Um, yeah, his team is. Uh, I mean, he, he made a good trade. He, I should talk about that. He made, he finally traded one of his quarterbacks for Damian Williams, who I think will be pretty good going forward this season, at least. Um, well, at least better than who else he could start in the flex, which is great for him. Who else did he get in that trade? Uh, AJ Green. Uh, yes, AJ Green, which I think also could possibly be a good flex start. So I think he finally he finally did it. Uh, he had to give away his first round draft pick for it which sucks but with his record yeah um yeah i mean i guess he's i guess his first round draft pick's gonna be not that great of a first round draft pick if he's this lucky but yeah uh he finally I, i'll i'll give props to him there too he finally made a good trade um to get to get rid of his quarterback issue 
I do not have a Dante at uh, seven, so I'm going to move on and talk to about him in a little bit. All right. Quinn at seven, unfortunately. Um, Quinn begged. He said, I'm not number nine this week, right? No way I'm number nine or number eight, whatever it was. And Quinn, you're not. You're seven. So big week for you. Uh, you lost, though. That was a that was a tough loss. Uh, you lost to Max, who's a pretty good team. But, yeah, you have some weaknesses here, and your bye weeks are going to expose that. You have to play Jarvis Landry and Hollywood Brown. You have to play Zach Pascal and Hunter Renfro. Not bad plays. Not what you'd want out of a receiving core. And you have to start Peyton Barber. So that's not looking good. This week is going to be tough for Quinn. Um, yeah, unfortunately for him, he's got a lot of young young men, but also a lot of injured men. Like Adam Thielen. It's not looking likely for this weekend. But uh, oh, apparently he's listed as probable. So maybe Adam Thielen gets in there. Maybe Sterling Shepard comes back. Maybe Chris Thompson comes back. So, I don't know. There's hope for Quinn there. So, I have him at seven. Quinn's also my seven. <laughs> it was funny when Quinn in the chat said, can't believe I'm I'm begging for Chris Thompson to come back. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's... He's he's chugging along here. Um, he's he's in the playoff race, but he's one of the one of the people in the playoff race. I think is less likely to make it. Um, but a couple lucky bounces he could get in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still got a team that could pull out wins. I mean, he scored one fourteen last week, but just was unfortunately playing Max, who has been tearing it up lately. Um, yeah, just and he, Adam Thielen was out early in that game too, and he still scored one fourteen. So his team's been doing well. Um, I think it was smart to trade Marvin Jones because he has been doing well, but it's like in every other week. He reminds me of like he reminds me of a Will Fuller type situation or Brandon Cooks. Like you know, he'll have he's like a fine wide receiver too for the Lions, but. The folk, man, you're you're gonna want Galladay. You're not gonna want Marvin Jones. Yeah, I agree. Um, Unless you're playing me, which apparently you want to start Stafford and Marvin Jones and beat me. But oh yeah, my bad, my bad. I yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still got he's still got a good team, good talent. Uh, if Marlon Mack scoring a touchdown, he's scoring more. I mean, yeah, Quinn's Quinn's up there. He's in the playoff race, and uh, I mean, biggest positive is way better team than last year. So. Absolutely. He's done. He's made strides to make his team better. Um, I still think he should try to trade and get another first round pick. Maybe trading Hollywood Brown to me, but I mean, whatever you want to do, Quinn. Um, so at number six, I have Adante, who you talked about, but I think his team's going to be pretty decent going forward. Yeah, two running backs Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman. Not that bad. Julio Jones, and then he can play A.J. Green in his second wide receiver spot. Again, not that bad. Keneal Harry is coming back. Or Nikhil Harry, excuse me. Yes. He'll, he'll be fine. Keneal, or Nikhil, whatever you want to call him, Harry, is going to be a decent flex play once he gets going. Then you have Damian Williams and Travis Kelsey. Like He has the starting lineup finally, which is kind of all you need. Um and Edelman's on by this week, so that's another player. So he's got a little bit of depth for the first time in like a year. And uh, yeah, he's probably going to lose out. But for right now, I have him at six because he's six and three. Yeah, he's got a full he's got a full starting roster, which is great. 
Um, and I do like I do like Edelman going for Edelman has been Edelman's a great PPR grab because he just Brady just loves throwing to him. He just loves giving him giving him giving him receptions. When whenever no one else is open, he'll just throw it to Edelman. Um, yeah. Where are we? Six. I have Tom at six, who's two and seven, it, and this was one of his his worst weeks, admittedly. Um, only scoring eighty against Alex, but I still think he's got a good team. Um, and I'm sticking with him for some reason in the sixth spot here. Uh, yeah, it's hard to look at his team right now because he is tanking. I feel like I should rank him lower because he is tanking, but I still think he is like a top six team in this league. I'd still think he could make playoffs as Michael mentioned earlier. He's only two games back. Um, he's got talent. He's got Zeke now. So, and yeah, uh, I don't know. He's given up. He's given up, but I, I'm still here to make a statement and say, Tom, don't give up because it would help me a lot if you didn't give up. But also, don't give up. <laughs> That's true. Um, sorry, I'm just replying to him actually on the message board right now because his argument on my tanking strategy last year, um, but the difference was I was statistically out of the playoffs. Tom is not. Tom could still make the playoffs. Which I think yes. is a big argument against tanking right now. Um, anyway, five. Uh, I have gone back and forth on who I want to put at five, but I've been pretty bullish on your team this year, John, so I'm going to stick with you ahead of Max. So Max is five. Um, like you said, Max has had some great weeks. Melvin Gordon getting healthy has been huge. This guy looks good. And Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett, man, that is a lethal combination. Those guys just blow up every week. I mean, look at Tyler Lockett's numbers. Like, he's averaging over 10. uh, Not averaging. He's putting up over 10 every single week. Like, 10 is like a bad week for Tyler Lockett. He had 30 this week. Top three wide receiver this year. Yeah, he's number three wide receiver in the league. Aaron Jones is a top five running back. Melvin Gordon, now that he's healthy, is a top ten running back. Like, he's got guys, man. Emmanuel Sanders right now on San Francisco. Like, how good has he been with them? Oh, dude. Max hasn't even started him yet on San Francisco, and he's putting up these numbers. No, he's putting up huge numbers. Yeah. He he finally put Emmanuel Sanders in this week, but the two weeks where Emmanuel Sanders has been on San Francisco, he's been great. Max hasn't started him either week, and yeah, Max has dropped 150 both of those weeks. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, man, Max might have to be four. Sorry, John. But Emmanuel Sanders plus Tevin Coleman, you have the whole San Francisco offense. Like, yep. San Francisco's great, too. I guess his only weakness is that wide receiver two spot, I guess. And... It looks Golden like Tate's Antonio Brown. Fine. What's up? Golden Tate's been doing fine. Yeah. And Antonio Brown might come back. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently the Eagles Seahawks, might sign him. Seahawks had interest, but they ended up going Josh Gordon. And the Eagles now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my sources are saying the Eagles are interested. So Interesting. Could you imagine if Antonio Brown comes back? He might win the league. Yeah. He could. Honestly, he could win the league with this lineup, too. He's been doing Probably. so well. Um, Max is the team you don't want to see in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. He's sneaky. Round. He's sneaky good. He's also the team I don't want to see this week, um, <laughs> which I am. Shoot. Uh, yeah, I have me at number five. 
for all these insane reasons, we're matching right here because Max does Max is Max is a little better than five. I have me at five. I'm a dead team. I lost again. Um, it sunk. I mean, this was just another situation where I've lost. I've lost maybe two or three of my last four, but two of those have been against like the top score, one of the top scorers in the league. Um, which stinks. I lost to Charlie, who was the second top scorer, and I was the third. And then I lost to Michael. I think I was like fourth, high score, fifth this week. I can't remember. So yeah, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't in the as top bad as half, but not way up there. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as bad as the Charlie loss, which in which I felt awful because I lost by one, and I was the third highest score. So mm-hmm. that sucked. Uh, but your team's a lot better than mine, and now it stinks because. Um, I've got a lot of buys left. The one thing that stinks about the the Tom trade is Zeke. Zeke already played his buy. If I had Zeke still, he would he would uh, he would be playing for me every week going going forward. Derrick Henry, um, he has a buy still. Dalvin Cook has a buy still. Next this week, DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, James White. Um, everybody has a buy. Terry McLaurin. Everybody on my team has a buy this week. Um, so that's the main. My team's good, but the main concern is everyone is on by and I'm four and five um, and barely clinging on to a playoff spot right now. So I actually need to win. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, you do need to win. You pretty much need to win out Mm -hmm. because we've got we've got some good teams here vying for that last spot. So it's it stinks that all these buys are, are hitting me now and Tom's tanking and two of the player, two of the teams who I we're uh, going head to head with me on this spot. Charlie and Max face Tom, and I do not. That is kind of tough. Yeah, um, but I do have a I have a fairly easy schedule besides Max. I have um, Quinn, Alex, and Adante. So it's not that bad. Yeah, the best teams. If I were actually playing good teams, I would like just guaranteed be out of playoffs because of my buys. But I'm luckily facing some pretty meh teams here. Yeah, kind of middle of the pack. It, yeah, if you win this week, and I, I, like I said, I've kind of bounced between you five and four. I put you at four this week, but we'll see because I think you're going to beat Max because I think you need to. Um, yeah, you need to have a good week. That's the bottom line. Is this week is make or break for your season? Like this is it right here. You gotta yeah. you gotta perform, or the season's kind of over for you. Unfortunately, like not to yeah. put any pressure on you, but this <laughs> it's is a lot uh, of pressure. This is kind of it, John. This is it's it a lot right of pressure. here. My entire bench is in my lineup, Michael. This is pressure. I have Josh Allen uh, playing at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen's not that bad of a play against Cleveland. No. Yeah, no, he's not that bad. He's he's still top five, top 15 quarterback. So Yeah, he's top half of the league. Yeah. If you wanted Dak Prescott, you could make a trade for him, but that's your choice. Anyway, um... Uh, yeah, I think you're going to win this week and you're going to pull it out and be sneak into the playoffs. And you're also a team that I don't want to face in the playoffs. You and Max, the teams I want to stay away from in the playoffs, like right off the bat, if I don't end up getting a bye week. So. Yeah. Honestly, the playoffs are stacking up to be a nice, nice six here because I think me, Max, you, you, Chris, and Anthony obviously are fantastic. But I think me and Max could definitely challenge all three of you guys and win. So, oh, absolutely. So I think it's I think it's shaping up to be a nice little playoffs and Adante just somehow beats everybody. So anything yeah. can happen with that man. <laughs> anything could happen this year. Wow. Yeah. 
good. It's it's been a great year. We're we're coming down to the wire. Um, yeah. Oh, top my three four. time. Oh my yeah, four. go ahead. Four. Well, my four is obviously Max. Um, okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> and every yeah, everything we've been saying about uh, Max already. I I would like to reiterate. And now he's he, he texts me. He's like odds I put Kareem Hunt in this week. And uh, I don't know what to say to him because do I want him to start Kareem Hunt against me? Probably. I think he's not going to do that well this week. <laughs> but, you never know, though. Yeah. Um, he is starting Jameis Winston instead of Russell Wilson this week. Surprising. Not a bad idea. Jameis Winston's playing Arizona and Russell Wilson's playing San Francisco. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. San Francisco's pretty good. This could be the yeah, first could be the first Russell Wilson dud week, I guess. But at the same time, Arizona gouged him last week. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like I was like, San Francisco just had their first like kind of rough week defensively. So we'll we'll see. What, Seattle's we'll, really good offensively. But anyway. Yeah. Um just with the year, like it's an MVP year for Russell Wilson, so it's like hard for me. Like even if Deshaun Watson was facing San Francisco, I'd have trouble sitting him. It's like that. It's like that yeah. example. So I totally get that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Max, great team. Um, and even his depth is coming out of the woodworks. Emmanuel Sanders looks great. Like you said, tell, tell that Coleman looks good. Golden Tate randomly is putting up near 10 every week and sometimes more. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's just, everything's working out here towards the end of the season here for Max. Um, congrats to him. Yeah. Max is looking good. Uh, we'll see. Big matchup, you two. That's the game of the week, for mm-hmm. sure. Top three. Uh, top three. Uh, leading off, I. This is weird. I'm putting him at three, though. It's Anthony. Wow. Um. He's got his lineup coming back this week, which really helps him. Like he's bringing back Kamara. He's bringing back Mahomes. He's bringing back James Conner. Maybe we'll see. And he's bringing back Juju into the lineup. He's like, we're, we're starting over. This is my team. This is the team I've been waiting for. That's what he's saying. Um, I guess show me. Like, you got you to gotta have a good week here. Uh, he's kind of – he's been pretty okay for the last, like, month. He had a bad week against Chris last week. He lost to me the week before that. Like, November's got to be different for you, Anthony. You got you to gotta turn this around and show why you're – You've been like the unanimous number one team in the power rankings for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's three for me right now, but he definitely could be higher. I just think one through three is very, very close right now. Yeah, it is. Um, I have Chris Brenton at three. Um, it's hard because – okay, Chris Chris could easily just beat anybody because Christian McCaffrey is like popping 40 every week. So mm-hmm. it's insane. I – and he's got, mm, he's got a nice schedule. Christian yeah, McCaffrey does. has a real nice schedule. My God. Um, and he's been facing some decently hard defenses at the beginning of the year. And he's still like just destroying. I can't imagine. He faces Atlanta still twice. Twice. Oh, Washington. God. You got Washington on there. You Green got, Bay. Oh, my God. What the? Seattle. All right, this makes me really want to not put Chris at three, um, because that's that's pretty the insane. Schedule is disgusting. Yeah, 
Oh my god! I honestly, I'm getting ex- my team. I've been very down on fantasy recently because my team might not make playoffs. But I'm excited for this championship game because you, Chris, and Anthony all have teams that excite me in different ways, and all could possibly take this home. Like just all you guys have great teams. Chris w- wasn't in it until he made that Keenan Allen trade, and now he's definitely in it. Um, <sighs> yeah, uh, and Odell. Odell has a very easy schedule going after Buffalo. Um, after like, Buffalo, does that ever week. matter to him? Like it really doesn't. Odell doesn't matter. I think no, it does. It, They've it had a pretty hard schedule. Plays. They've had a pretty uh, hard schedule so far. So have, but okay. I, th- I think going forward, things might be a little bit easier here um, because you got Miami. You got some easy team. You got Arizona. You got some easy Cincinnati. Easy defenses here. Um, so we'll. We'll, we'll, we're on Odell watch here, but Devin Singletary, that guy's looking this guy's here. Good. This guy's here. Yeah, he's here. Um, <sighs> yeah. It, I mean, Chris just has everyone in his lineup popping off. Josh Jacobs, of course, here. I mean, it's it might be time to to throw some Kyler in there because Kyler dropped thirty one against San Francisco. Um, mm-hmm. So it might be it might be Kyler time, and he faces Tampa Bay this week. That's very nice. Um, yeah, just Chris's team is scary, and it's mainly because of McCaffrey, but don't ignore the fact that everyone else on his team is also good. <laughs> so, I I agree. Chris's team terrifies me. That's why I, I have him at two. Um, yeah, I have Chris at two because just, man, you look at this team top to bottom. When it is on, it is on. But the, the reason I'm still I – mean, I haven't put Chris at one this whole year, which is – Probably more for personal reasons than anything else. <laughs> but um, Chris, uh, he can be really on and he can be really, really off. I mean, yes, he's had a great – he had a great week last week. There's no denying. But let's not forget he lost three in a row before that and didn't eclipse 120 in any of those games, I'm pretty sure. No, he didn't. I don't think he eclipsed 120 for three straight weeks. So it's not like Chris is unbeatable. And two of those weeks, he didn't even score 100. So either his team's really on or it's really off. And the reason it popped this week was not because of Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was pretty <laughs> average this week. Yeah. So Chris's team is on or Chris's team is off. And Christian McCaffrey can't carry you the whole way. Like you said, he can beat every, anybody in the league. He can also lose to anybody in the league. Like pretty easily. Like mm-hmm. Adante beat him. You beat him. And I beat him. No, I didn't beat him. I wish I would have beat him. Uh, who beat him? I don't remember. Someone doesn't bad. matter. Someone not so good. I think Quinn. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's on or it's off. We'll see what happens. He's gonna get a free win this week if Tom does tank, which we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is two. Uh, yeah. Chris is like a boomerang, in my opinion. He might have had those couple of losses, but he's bouncing back here. Um, mm. my number two is you, Michael. Oh, so close. Sorry, dude. Almost there. Um, almost there. But yeah, your team's fantastic again. I, I, the whole theme of last week's podcast is Michael's team is fucking insane. Stop trading and stuff. So everyone knows I think Michael's team's insane. Donato Adams came back this week. He had a nice full roster. Le'Veon Bell had to have an MRI, but he's still going to play. Um, so that's great for you with his schedule. Uh, David Johnson, D 
Do you even do you even start David Johnson? Like this is an insane lineup, Michael. You might have to. No, put, he's not starting for me. Oh my god, David Johnson's on your bench. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> How did the, who gave Michael this team? Um, I partially did. <laughs> I know Thanks, I did. Um, yeah, just ridiculous. Uh, Mike Evans, Tyree Kill. I'm just looking at all the people that weren't on your roster. Mike Evans, Tyree Kill, and then Dave Johnson, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pretty. I mean, I, I for the most part, this is these are players that I drafted. Yeah, and put put together, but. Like Dave in Montgomery was a guy that I traded up to get because I really wanted him. Stupid trade, by the way. Really stupid trade because Alex was going to take Kyler Murray anyway. But uh, yeah, I traded up to get him. And a lot of these guys, Miles Sanders, a guy I drafted who will play a key piece for me down the stretch. He'll have to get in as bye weeks come on. But yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty stacked team. <laughs> I have myself. For the very first time, I think, in the history of the power rankings ever, uh, I have myself as number one. I have never put myself number one before. I don't think you have either. But for the first time, I have myself number one. Uh, if you have David Johnson coming off your bench, you're pretty good. So I'm pretty happy with where my team's at. I've got some young talent. i got a backup quarterback now because I still think Darnold's good. I just think he needs a few more years. Um but yeah, I traded away a lot of depth, and that scares me. So I can't have an injury. I need Will Fuller to get back healthy. I need I need Miles Sanders and David Johnson to be ready to go. And if I have those guys as my backups, and if Mike Gesicki, Mermaid Man, can keep popping off, then I'm very happy with my tight end situation. Um, I just don't think there's a position that I have any weakness right now, which I'm pretty fortunate with. Hmm. See if I can keep it rolling. Even your bench, I mean, even your depth is fine. You could afford to trade away depth when you have David Johnson and Miles Sanders waiting. Because David Johnson and Miles Sanders would start on almost every other team. Maybe not Anthony. Um, Just because Anthony already has four insane running backs. So that probably wouldn't fit with him. But I mean, I would trade them in a first-round pick, but I'd need like an insane haul for that. Yeah, because like, both wanna, of them I want a stud. Like both, a starter. Of them, both of them are great. Um, I don't. Yeah. God, you just your team's just insane. Like, yeah, those two players could start for almost anybody else. Um, my number one's Anthony. Uh, which Anthony has been having some rough, some rough weeks here. Uh, but it's mainly just been injuries. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was injured. Kamara was injured. Connor was injured. Yeah, just all of his very good players have been injured. He's he scored eighty, which. And I, he, that was definitely the first time he scored over under 100 this year. It might be the first time ever. Like he's, his team is, this is a franchise um, and he doesn't score under 100 too often. So that kind of is scary. Uh, it is scary to look at that and be like, oh, is Anthony's team just not that good? But it's, it's man, it was mainly because of injuries. Um, he, he needs, he's getting his, his quarterback back this week. Daniel Jones is fine, but he's not a great fantasy asset. So he'll be very happy to have Mahomes back this week. Um, and he, I mean, his, his wide receiver situation is not that great. So that's why it extra sucks when Camara and, um, and 
Connor are out or any of his running backs are out because he wants his four running backs to start. He doesn't want to have to start a wide receiver at flex usually. That's so crazy to me because he's good enough to do that. He doesn't have to start a single wide receiver in the flex. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's why I'm saying he doesn't need Dave Johnson or Miles Sanders because his four, his quad of of running backs is insane. So It really is. Oh, it's scary. It really is scary. I mean, how good he is. Yep. Um, yeah, and his. I mean, every every team has like a different story, which is interesting. Um, there are a lot of storylines go going for different into. strategies. Yeah, yeah. Because because you for- you traded for a lot of players that made a super team. Anthony was homegrown. Like, there's just some opposite stories here that people can root for. It's interesting. I know. All right. Coming down to the wire. It's getting fun. Yeah. Should we look ahead? Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Before we go on to this week's games, give me your six playoff teams right now. Oh. Who's going to make it? And who's going who's gonna to win the championship? Oh, wow. Um, Chris, Anthony, you. <sighs> um. God, I t- probably Adante, honestly. Like, if he just wins one, I think he's pretty safe, and I think he can win one. Um, I'll go Max, and then I th- I just think, like, I think the last th- – I think me, Charlie, and Quinn are all fighting for that last spot. Um, and I think Tom could fight for it too, but he doesn't want to. Um, so – but I think it just depends how the – how things are falling, but I think I have the best team out of those three for sure. It's just going to be how my bye weeks fall for me and, and stuff like that. Cause Charlie gets to face Tom. So he's like, it's one guaranteed win and all this stuff. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Who does Charlie face this yep. week? You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with losing this week as long as Charlie and Quinn also lose, which could happen. It very well could happen. It, I don't know. Quinn Quinn losing is the least likely thing. Yeah. It's Alex. Uh, I don't know. Alex could definitely win. Uh, but then just based off my power rankings, I think Anthony will win. I'll just I'll stay with my yeah. power rankings. So. You think Anthony's gonna win it, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, if I had to go right now on who's gonna win it, I'd probably say Chris. Yeah. His team scares me. Yeah, the schedule. Scary. Just the schedule. Yeah, the McCaffrey schedule. Insane. The McCaffrey schedule is, just makes you say, like, oh, this guy's going to drop 50 every week. So exactly. this is over. I know. <laughs> we'll see if any more moves are made before the deadline. I'm excited to see that. I, I want to see more moves. Uh, as a little insider, uh, as uh, to someone who has texted almost everybody, but probably you and Anthony on trades, um, it doesn't seem like any moves are going to happen, <laughs> at least involving me, because uh, I texted Alex almost um, like I don't even think he looked at what I offered him. He immediately just said no. Like he texted me right <laughs> away saying no, like because I was trying to get Eckler and he just immediately said no, just right away. Um, so Alex, clearly he doesn't he doesn't like how I've been screwed criticizing his trades. So I think he's just an immediate no, uh, no matter what I offer him. Um, Max, obviously I trade, I talked to Max. He does not want to trade and I don't blame him. Um, 
Who else did I text? Tom might, Tom said he was going to trade Mark Ingram. Uh, I offered him something, but he, I don't think he's going to take it. And then, yeah, Chris, I've texted Chris many times. He has not responded to any of them. So I don't think he doesn't want to, I don't think he wants to trade. Was it today or? Yeah, it was today. All of it was today. He's been really busy at work. Okay. I don't think he's even checked anything. So. Okay. There's a chance. There's a chance. I hope you don't offer him too much for those first round picks. Yeah, we'll see what I do. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to tank or not, but I think I, I think there's still a good chance I make playoffs, even if I lose this week. So I probably shouldn't tank. You probably shouldn't. Yeah. I don't want you to tank. I don't want anybody to tank, honestly. But yeah, I hate tanking. I don't know. I'm, my tanking. Like the debate. That- my tanking. My version of tanking would not be what Tom's doing. I would not be putting in my worst possible lineup. I would just be. I would be trading for picks is what is my tanking that I'm saying right here because I don't have any first or second round picks. And if I don't make playoffs, that's kind of a rough spot for me. <laughs> if I just don't have, Absolutely. if I don't have any picks and I didn't make playoffs and I'm just sitting, I'm just sitting in the toilet bowl with, with nothing to show for next year. Kind of, kind of stinks. So that's just kind of worries me. I agree. I think the two strategies for tanking should be either you sell out your entire depth and go get a stud for a guy who needs depth who's going to make the playoffs, or you get rid of your depth and get a bunch of picks where you can fill them in. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I want, and that's what I think our. If you haven't been in the chat, that's what I think our uh, our proposal of max points for draft picks thing nails very well. Um, My idea with that, um, when John and I were talking about this, is. Essentially, the team that has the least depth and the least talent is going to have the lowest max points for. So that's the best objective measure of how good your team has been all year. Adante is the exception to that rule because obviously he didn't have half a roster on his bench this whole year. But you can't make that up by going to the waiver wires, especially not at this point in the season. Yeah. So I mean, by doing that, the bottom four. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, if if Adante's if Adante like doesn't get as many lucky bounces as he gets, and he is in the bot, and he has a completely different record and is in the bottom four instead, I still think he definitely. And right now, I feel like he kind of deserves the best pick. Like his team is, his team's bad, and all of his, he has good players, but they are getting old too. Like Edelman's old, Julio Jones is getting Jones. older. Like. <laughs> Todd Gurley has arthritis. Like, I mean, Tom's argument against our thing is like Adante would get, despite being six and three, Adante would, according to us, deserve the best pick. And I, I don't care about the wins. I, I still think he does deserve the best pick. He got, it kind of sucks for Adante because he got lucky to get wins, but he's also kind of getting unlucky because he. Is he's gonna get bounced in the playoffs? Yeah, he's definitely not. He definitely can't win the whole thing. And I mean, now he traded away his first pick. But if he still had his first round pick, I think he would like to have one of the first ones because he his team is old and has no depth. So I think he would. I think I think the rules still fair. I think max points four is a great stat that measures measures who actually has the best team, basically. And I'll also say Adante's not exactly the most active member of this league. So, like, not to throw him under the bus, but that's kind of his fault. If he's good and doesn't have a bench roster, like, that's kind of your own fault. Like, you, if you get screwed on that, like, you, you should have paid a little better attention. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, we, if, if we're talking, <laughs> I mean, Adante's points allowed are 828. And that's by far, by far the the least. Like by one hundred and like forty, hundred thirty points. Like that's Adante. Adante has a different, completely different schedule this year. Like I guarantee, if I went into the settings and like changed the schedule um, to be different, Adante could possibly be zero and nine. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, like he just got super lucky. His team is not good. He he needs draft picks, and I think the max points four is fine. I don't I don't mind even if he's six and three, or even if he finishes like with a winning record and doesn't make the playoffs. That he would get one of the first picks because his team is not good. I agree, completely agree. So anyway, hopefully that gets voted super majority. We need seven out of ten to make that the rule for the rest of this year as it is in immediate uh, need of resolving. So we'll put that in the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, you want to preview this next week? Yeah, let's do. Let's do it. So we have Tom versus Brentopolis. <laughs> okay. Um, so do you want to – I mean, we'll preview it. It's hard to since he doesn't have his best lineup in. It's hard to preview it, but it, if what if he did have his best lineup in? What do you think would happen? Here? All right, if he did have his best lineup in, let me kind of look and see who would play and who's not on like bye. Or okay, something. so Jacoby would be um, in a quarterback against Miami. Yeah. Okay. And then we probably have Ezekiel Elliott who's playing Minnesota. That's a tough matchup. Um, Mark Ingram against Cincinnati, that's going to be a lot of points. Um, then he'd bring back... Michael Thomas versus Atlanta. Michael Thomas against Atlanta. Oh, geez. Come on, Tom. Why this week? Tom just tried. Calvin Ridley against New Orleans. Um, that could be a really good matchup, too. Um, DJ Hawk is probably who he would start at tight end. And then in the flex, uh, who do you play? Jamal Williams and Jalen Samuels, maybe? Yeah. Which is nice. You have a shot. Yeah. Especially if, well, put especially if James Conner isn't playing yeah. again, but I'm not sure if he is or not. Yeah, I don't know either. But you could put Robbie Anderson in that spot, and you're still right in there for a shot to win. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's frustrating. You'd be right there. But Chris has two good of matchups. I still think you'd win. Just, I mean, look at the running, look at the matchups for his quarterback and two running backs like that's insane yeah those are nice <laughs> yikes um yikes yeah funny. either way chris would probably win chris uh as i i think chris would not like to waste his good matchups against someone who's tanking that that, that kind of stinks for him but he'll put, put, he'll put up a lot here yeah i think this is gonna be a nice scoring week for chris <laughs> all right you and max the game of the game week. of the week big one um, this is the week. What do you think, John? What are you going to do? Yeah. This is just like I see Kenny Galladay versus Chicago, and I immediately say to myself, okay, this is the week Kenny Galladay scores two, like he does every so often. <laughs> um, did they face Chicago yet this year? No, this is their first time. Uh, so, yeah, yeah that's what immediately what I think when I see Kenny Galladay against Chicago. So very happy I very happy that I have to play him. Uh, Mike Williams versus Oakland will be nice. That will be nice. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I'll time yeah. with that. DJ Moore has been, he scored 13 last week and he faced Green Bay. So that's not bad. Kind of stinks that 
uh, Cam Newton is on IR now because I kind of would like Cam a little more than Kyle Allen going forward. But uh, Allen Robinson versus Detroit should be pretty. I don't know what the, I don't know what to ever predict. This just feels like a week where I'm going to have to depend on Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry because I don't know. Everyone else is a question mark, basically. So it kind of stinks. I agree. I think you're, the entire rest of your team is a big question mark. Yeah. And it kind of scares me. Nonetheless, um, I'm predicting you to win. Oh. I'm going with it. I think Dalvin or Derek Henry leads you this week. Derek Henry is the guy that takes you to the promised land this week. Okay. That's what I'm going I with. I like that. Uh, I like that. I would like Derek Henry to do it. Um, but yeah, that's, we'll see what happens. Aaron Jones had a dud last week, but I feel like he's, he's probably going to be back this week. So that's a little scary. Melvin Gordon against Oakland. And I, I don't, I don't know. Max is, Max is pretty good. This is scary. It's going to be a good game though. It's going to be tight. Yeah. It's going to be very tight. Uh, but I think you pull it out. I'll go with Max. Um, you versus Charlie. Any buys here for Charlie? Sony Michelle, Royce Freeman. Yeah, he's got a lot Alshon of Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, so that's helping you a lot. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's out. Yeah, that's that's going to guarantee you a win, Michael. <laughs> uh, you win. I I think I agree. I think he's just too banged up. Um, Chris Carson could definitely get slowed down. So could Rogers. Um, I just Mike Evans has just been a tank. I mean, he really has. He's just blown up, and he's playing Arizona this week. So hopefully that keeps up. It looks like it will. Um, David Montgomery against Detroit, he started to play well. Yeah, I I mean, if Evan Ingram's not healthy, maybe he has a better chance, but I'm going to go with myself this week. Yeah. I think I pull it out. Not too many fun matchups this week. Anthony versus Dante is uh, – Yeah. Meh. I think that's going to be Anthony's return to glory. Yeah. Uh, even if because Camara, Mahomes, and Connor are all still questionable, but I still think, still think he's better. Dante's got like some tough matchups. Todd Gurley against Pittsburgh, Devonta Freeman against New Orleans. So, ooh, yeah, yikes. it's not looking too good for Dante this week. Should be Anthony's win again. I think so. Um, Alex Quinn. Then Alex Quinn. What a mm-hmm. matchup. This oh, is the boy. classic. This is was I. Uh, this is just the classic. Um, the matchup we've all been waiting yeah. for. Uh, the two worst teams last year, not the two worst teams this year, but this is a classic. <laughs> uh, God, uh, Alex. Going, Alex, Alex, going, Alex. Alex keeps it. This is honestly a coin flip to me. Um, absolutely a coin flip to me. Technically, Alex took the advantage over Quinn a little bit with that trade in this matchup because Jordan Howard's on bye this week and Marvin Jones smart wait, smart moves my bad Alex. Marvin Jones is on bye because he's facing Chicago um and Detroit doesn't like this score <laughs> against Chicago so uh never mind <laughs> this is gonna be even Quinn was actually yeah smart. this is gonna be a coin flip I'm gonna go uh I'll let me let me oh, literally like, flip a coin right now. I actually am. Um, wait, let me choose sides. All right, what's heads? Heads yeah. is heads is um, Alex. Tails is Quinn. We're flipping, and we got tails. Quinn. Quinn is gonna Quinn, win. You're gonna win based off the coin flip. It, it was official. 
You better be rooting for Alex. In this yeah, game. I know. Yeah. Um, let's quickly end the podcast. So it's under an hour, Michael, let's do it. Okay. Well, thanks for everybody for listening. Please rate, watch and subscribe. Uh, I don't know how you'd watch, watch it. Yeah. Peace. Watch it. <laughs> Bye.